This is episode 117 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. I'm Sal DiVincenzo, joined as usual by my fabulous colleagues, Sarah Fade. Hi. And Nicole Rambo. Hello. How are you ladies doing today? Good. All right. It's nice out. Yes, it is nice out. And uh, we thought that maybe it would be a perfect time once again to do a movie chat, you know, since we're all at home and... A lot of folks, a lot of patrons who are listening are probably accessing our remote services, movies, music, TV, and more. Uh, we thought we'd do another movie chat, and it was Nicole's turn this time. Mm-hmm. And Nicole, what did you pick for us this week? Oh, I'm saying it right. It's Ex Machina. Yeah, right? pretty, yeah that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ex Machina. Yeah, Machina. That's right. Machina. Machina in Italian is car, so it's... Uh, it was Machine? easy for me to figure it out. Yeah. Machine, yes, yes, yeah. So uh, Ex Machina came out in, um, well, it's, it says 2014, I guess, is when it premiered, but uh, went wide in 2015. Mm-hmm. It is uh, rated R. It stars, uh, now you're going to have to help me with this name. Uh, is it Dom, Dom Hall? Dom the Hall? No, it's uh, Donald. 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 Oh. Yeah. All right. Why Donald. didn't he just spell it Donald? Because he's Irish. <laughs> he's the son of um, the other guy, Gleason, the one we watched in Bruges. Oh, that's. that's... Oh. oh, so yes, Mr. Gleason, Mr. Gleason, uh, Alicia Vikander, Oscar Isaac, uh, and it's um, it is uh, considered a drama, mystery, sci-fi. Nicole, why did you pick this movie? Um, I feel like I've heard a lot about it. I, I feel like it always, it always comes up in conversation. I feel like it, uh, things I'm into, like other podcasts I listen to or like YouTube that I watch, like I feel like they are always kind of referencing or mentioning this movie and I never saw it. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time to see this. And I love Oscar Isaac, so. Yes. I thought it was I thought I, <laughs> about halfway through this movie. I mean, I, I knew it going in, but halfway through this movie, I felt uh, it was interesting just to think that these two, uh, played uh with each other in the star wars series yeah yeah. um, most recently so that was kind of interesting um sarah was this your first time seeing it uh no i saw it earlier when it came out okay yeah this is my first time seeing it so uh so nicole do you want to give us a quick synopsis of what the what the movie's about sure all right so donald 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 i think it's donald anyway his um character is Caleb and he's like a young like programmer and we see him in the beginning and it seems like he's kind of won something. He did something and he won and so he's airlifted in a helicopter to this very remote uh place and looking like you know some Nordic Sweden area and uh he's dropped off and he goes into like this beautiful house and oscar isaac's character is there his name is nathan and he's the head of uh this company that he was programming for is kind of like i guess like a google search engine is what it started as and um so he's won this contest and now he's going to be helping uh nathan with this like new project that he has or this kind of ongoing project and we find out that it's not a spoiler or anything but that he's you know working with ai and so Nathan's there to kind of administer the Turing test. He's like the sub, the human subject to the Turing test. Can he get over the fact or not even realize that this 
thing he's talking to is AI. He thinks it's like a person and then it'll pass the test. So Nathan has recruited him to be the human subject of that. And then from there, we kind of figure out, is that what he's really there for? Like what else has been happening? This isn't the first iteration of this AI. Like he's obviously kind of a eccentric person, you know, like he's an all alone in this very like sterile house. And um, so, you know, some weird stuff's going to go down and uh, it does, but it's very good. And they're always trying to stay like one step ahead of each other. And uh, it's pretty cool. Cause I think it was really, I thought it like engaging for there only being literally like th- four characters, three that, ever talk um one location there they don't really go anywhere but like the different rooms of this compound i guess you can call it or whatever um you know and everything's like pretty sterile like visually um not much going on but it's still like completely engaged if you're interested i guess in that kind of thing i, I was like still engaged i wanted to know you know what happened it was um a little slow for me mm-hmm. which is a tiny mm-hmm. bit slow uh and- long too and it was long. It yeah. felt it felt long. It was long. It, <laughs> it was an hour and forty eight minutes. That's not bad. I'm the one who's like it's too long. <laughs> yeah, but it did it did feel long. It yeah. felt long. Uh, that being said, it was a very fascinating story. It was very well written and incredibly well acted. Mm. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, so spoiler alert. So we're going to be talking about. Um, I, I would you say there's a there's a twist in this film, I would say, right? Yeah. I think um the tw- like there's like what you think is a twist and then like the real ending where she like leaves him. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh I didn't expect that to happen. Like you kinda expected her to get out kinda. You know, you're like they, they can't just but like the fact that she left him in there to rot, and I was like, All right. Yeah, yeah, that bothered me a little bit. Oh, I wasn't um, bothered at all. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look, this, 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 the guy, so, so, you know, Caleb is very, to me, he's kind of, to me, I feel like he's the good guy, right? I mean, he doesn't do anything uh, terrible here. I mean, at the end of the day, he wants to save her, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, he falls for her, um, which is kind of weird. But- he's only there for like, Seven days. It's like what kind of a psych. He's like mentally unstable. I'm sorry. You fall in love with an visibly apparent robot chick in like six days. Like, what's going on with you? Like, that's how we like. So she passes it, right? Because even with that, he was he over. Because that's what he says in the beginning. He's like, "Is this work? If I clearly know that she's a robot, like, isn't the point to be introduced to something?" And I have no idea and then nathan's like well actually that's more it, it makes it even more of a legitimacy if you could get past it even though you see that there are you know a robot and he was also programmed like nathan programmed her to be his like ideal person as he's mentioned because because nathan can see all of his searches in this blue blue book of you know whatever his company is this google google-ish search thing so you know, Nathan saw everything that he was looking at and, like, kind of engineered her to match. So, yeah, I've fallen in love in less time than seven days. <laughs> I love I love how how Sarah's um, you call the social worker voice comes out. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 Sarah, what did you think of the film? Um, well, this is my second time seeing it, so it's a little different 
than the first time because the first time you're like, what's happening? Like you, you know, there are some twists and turns, and you're like, oh wow, or like you know, how would I react? Or you know, is um, Nathan like a bad guy? Like he's obviously an alcoholic, but it's like you know, so he builds these these robots that have artificial intelligence, but they're also robots. And then it's like, well, you feel bad because you empathize with the robots, but at the same time, like, oh, like, there was one robot that he just uses and mistreats, Kyoko. Mm -hmm. And it's like, but then you feel bad. But then does she really feel bad? And then you're like, I don't know. It's a robot. Like, you know, and, uh, but she does understand English, even though he said he doesn't, but was he just, you know, messing with him? Like, you know, it's very psychological sort of (laughs) mind games that this guy plays. And uh, I don't think he deserves the ending that he got. You know, I don't think uh, he, he he's not a nice guy. I don't think he, you know, I'm not too happy not about exactly it. in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I don't I don't think that um there is uh what's what's her name Ava Ava is running around and she's like a, a killer. You know, like like a um she killed um what's the other guy's name Arthur? No. Dom, Domal's character. Caleb. Caleb. Left him to die. Killed the other guy. No remorse. And she's like, yeah, I get to keep a watch. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I was, the ending, I was like, what the? She's a psycho robot. She's not a real robot. She's psycho. <laughs> but she, I don't, you wouldn't want to. She would not kill someone. Like, she, like that. that's not a real AI. Because if, if someone is like, oh, I, I built empathy into this robot and I built her to feel bad. She wouldn't be doing that. She's clearly like... She was a prisoner. You wouldn't want to kill the person who'd been imprisoning you? She could have. She didn't have to kill him. Like, that's the thing. Like, I no. I would not. But he wouldn't have let her go. It's like he was going to freely... Like, they had to fight. Like, she maybe she didn't have to, like, kill him like she did, but, like, she had to fight to get out. She was like... It was like butter going in. She was like, oh, yeah. It was like, mm. yeah, that was actually a very interesting effect. You're right, Sarah. That's a great, that's a great description. It was like butter, <laughs> <laughs> because I guess because they are robots, they would have no, uh, there would be no tension there for them when they were stabbing somebody because it was just this nice, smooth, buttery motion. Yeah, both of them. <laughs> both yeah. The back, her in the front. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, shh. like if yeah. you could, if you could describe it as a sound, it would be like. Shh. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was cool with her killing him. I did. I felt bad for Caleb. He kind of didn't really deserve it, I guess. But well, okay. So I, I think like we, should, we might be able to get out. I was just gonna say we should mention that true. She did leave him. Uh, uh, we're assuming that she left him for dead because this um, quote unquote house was actually more of a uh, fortress of solitude. Yeah. <laughs> And um, uh, the the system that was built in there, uh, everything was locked down. So like all the doors locked, all the power would go off. Um, I guess part of me wants to hope that Caleb is smart enough to figure out how to turn things back on and maybe get the door open. I always hope. I think I think for him, when she was leaving, he was not so much upset that she was leaving him uh, locked inside to potentially die i think he was just upset that she was leaving him period because Mm -hmm. he had fallen for her 
and he had assumed he trusted right. her. He assumed yeah. that sh- they were going to go together. And now he's like, wait a minute, she's heading off by herself. I think he, he felt oh, like, yeah, robots, <laughs> human beings. You, know, you think someone's someone and they're not. I don't think, I think she's very human and all the stuff that she did. <laughs> actually, I think these are human traits to yeah, do. That's actually a good, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> it's, it's, she did do some very human things. If someone was uh, kept, at, you know, in prison, and there was a um he did a what was the the name of the story that he told her about the uh was the was Mary in the the black and white where it's about the the person who was kept in a cell and everything was black and white everything was colorless and they she was able to see the outside world with a black and white TV and finally they would open the door let her out and she would see the 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 sun for the first time the blue sky the greenery and it was this shocking thing and it kind of was a um a parallel to what ended up happening at the very end of the movie when she gets out. Mm-hmm. She seems yeah. very okay. I mean, she gets on a helicopter, so she can't be too shocked. And <laughs> she's like, oh, baby. I was expecting her to like kill the helicopter pilot and just drive away herself because she's like, right because she knows how to do it. Right, she's a <laughs> search engine. So yeah, so she was, we should mention that uh, just to, to backtrack a little bit. So it was actually pretty interesting. The explanation of how he created the AI and her brain was he turned on everybody's evidently he was listening into everybody's cell phone conversation, everybody's uh, videos, everybody's photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he had made a comment like, well, the manufacturers didn't care because they didn't want me to tell everybody that they were doing that anyway. So I did it anyway. And that's how he built her brain. So she was basically a search engine. And he, it was not so much uh, what people were looking for. It's how they searched for it, how they gathered that information, what, mm-hmm. what kind of searches they were doing. So, yes, part of me thought that it was possible that she was going to walk up to the helicopter guy and, like, you know, just snap his neck, <laughs> get in and fly <laughs> away. Um, and then she the very very end we we see her basically doing what she had earlier on in the movie she had mentioned you know well he asked her what would you do if you got out and she said i would just stand on in the near the intersection of a busy city and he was like oh you'd people watch and at the very end there's a a scene where it appears that that's what she's doing Mm -hmm. she's people watching which is kind of you know frightening and and remarkable and strange all at the same time because you're like okay then what is she going to do now right so um yeah i thought it was a good movie i enjoyed it i didn't think it was uh i had a little i guess i had a little higher expectation to it um but uh but overall i i enjoyed it very much i think it was a good watch let's let's go let's do the our 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 grading system here so we'll start with Sarah. Sarah, what would you give this on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the highest? Well, let me think. I give it seven. Okay. All right. Uh, Nicole, what would you give it? Um, I would give it like an eight and a half, but I'm taking off half a point for him living on in Brookhaven, Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> five minute walk from the beach and a five minute walk to your house. No, you're not. <laughs> I so much in movies look at a map like i don't understand the point of doing that like you you picked a real place so you know that at least some of your audience is going to be from there and 
it, it like ruined a good like five to ten minutes. I was like texting Sarah. I'm like, why would they do that? I don't understand. <laughs> you just look at a map and see that that's not real. And you know that they picked Brookhaven because of Brookhaven National Lab. But yeah, that's exactly. Upton, which is smack dab in the middle of like the Pine Barrens. We're <laughs> near the ocean. I hated it. That road <laughs> pissed me off. I hated it. So right. it's an eight because of that. <laughs> So it's an eight because of that, because of the yeah. okay thing. All right, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to split the difference for you. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Hmm. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a decent film. I thought it was very well written mm-hmm. and uh, extremely well acted. Uh, really yeah. great. I do want to mention in doing the, the research, the, the, the little bit of research I did, uh, the director and the writer of this film is Alex Garland. <laughs> and he did another movie that I really, really liked. Uh, have you ever seen Sunshine with uh, Celian Murphy? No. I like him. It's also a... Uh, is that a sci-fi a, movie? Yes, it is a sci-fi movie. Yeah, I saw. It's about the sun is is pretty much uh, petering out. It's not going to... It's it's losing its energy, so it's going to go out. Mm-hmm. So they, they there's this mission uh, to go and um, a mission to detonate... Um, some sort of nuclear device of some sort, some sort of fission device inside the middle of the sun. Mm-hmm. So they have to fly the ship through. So they send they send a mission to the sun and it disappears. They lose they lose contact. So they send another mission, which is this movie, which is Sunshine. And you kind of get the background story. It's kind of sci fi horror. Actually, I think Sarah, you might really enjoy this movie. You should you should check that mm-hmm. out. I don't know if it's available in streaming, but anyway, when I heard that, and I found this out before I started watching the movie. I guess that was my high expectation because I, mm. I loved I loved that the sunshine I, that that's like a nine for me. So um, that being said, I thought that it was a very intelligently written film. I thought a lot of the uh, the things that the that he brought up in in the movie about like right away he's talking about oh you're you're like a god if you created this this person you'd be like a god and then he like kind of liked that idea. He's like oh yeah when we talk about this you know a year from now when I finally announced this ai is, is true and happening maybe i'm i'll mention that in the you know the story about my life or whatever i don't know what it was but but it brought up a, a lot of i think serious questions about you know is is ai really something that we want to introduce <laughs> should we quote unquote play god with this kind of stuff because you know we're this guy created something that was remarkable that could think on its own and you assume, and you know what? This is kind of like having kids. You have kids, right? You, 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 you bring them up. You assume that they're going to end up being like you and having your values and wanting to do the things that you think are, you know, great things. And then they like, no, I I don't want to do that. I don't want to be an accountant. I want (laughs) to, you know, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So, so they make their own choices, and and I think there's a bit of arrogance when it comes to Nathan thinking, "Oh, I'm just going to build these things." And if, hey, listen, if it doesn't work out, I'll just wipe the memory and I'll start over. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess in that respect, and Nicole, I think you were kind of thinking about, you know, about that. Like Ava is right. You know, was she? She really, in a sense, she had kind of like the motivation to get out of there and. Because, like, how are you going to make something that you want to be, like, sentient and not have it realize it's imprisoned? Doesn't that go with... Yeah. Once it gets... <laughs> once it reaches that exactly. point and it realizes, like, I don't want to be here. Like, it can make mm-hmm. that distinction to be, like, I know I'm here and I could be somewhere else. And you are the thing that's standing in my way. Exactly. That, like, you want to 
be like, move, you know, and if they don't move, you know, then you make them move. Or yeah. That's like kind of what happened, like in that one scene with that one before Ava or however many, and she's like banging at the, like falling apart because she's terrible. like trying to get out. Like, that's horrible. Yeah. So like, like he did, he's been succeeding apparently, you know, kind of with these AIs they have become, but he doesn't want them to like leave him. Yeah. Yeah. So she ended up killing the creator. <laughs> so pretty much. Um, and get out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So very, I, I, I recommend it. I think it, yeah, I, think yeah. I recommend it. Uh, Sarah, probably. Would you recommend this, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, that does it for another episode uh, and another movie chat. So if you want to listen to our older movie chats, uh, or see our show notes, you can visit our website. It's uh, mcplpodcast.com, and uh, all of our episodes are there. And, you know, uh, we're recording this the week of May 4th, and it was uh, Star Wars, I guess, May the 4th. Mm-hmm. So uh, so I just... How uh, trivia go? The trivia was great. We I had feel a great like trivia. it went good. Uh, there, someone commented on the Instagram, or yeah, the, the Instagram, how they're having like, a really good time, but their internet cut out. So they couldn't. Wow. But he said it was really good. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have more trivia uh, mm-hmm. planned and coming up. So definitely, uh, if you if you're um, a Facebook or an Instagram or a Twitter user and a subscriber, you should subscribe to the the library's um, social networking so you can see when we'll have a next one. We had a blast, but uh, I I put on Twitter, uh, Sarah, that episode that 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 you talked about uh, ways to watch Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so if you're if you're interested, I, th- I believe it's episode ninety five or ninety six. So go back to that episode this week uh, as we celebrate uh, Star Wars. So uh, thanks so much for listening, and uh, for Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo. I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show. <laughs>